Hey, what's up? This is Danny Russo, and I am here with the amazing Melinda Peters Elliott from Fine Designs and Interiors. And I am Danny Russo from DannyRusso.com. <laughs> and Daniel Home. Yes. Um, Daniel Home. Daniel Russo Home, actually. So, welcome to episode three of the Design Exchange. We are going to talk to you guys about some things today. What are we talking about today, Melinda? Today, we are going to talk about different types of flooring and furniture. Um, we'd like to, you know, talk to our clients about um, different types of things that you can do on those areas. And so many people have, like, the set thing that they always go to. And I do don't know about that? you. Well, a lot of my clients, like, I've always had carpet, so I should always have carpet. Like, upstairs hallways... Really? Um, I like what you posted the other day with that runner down the stairs. Yes. I yes. do not like wall-to-wall carpet. No. Um, do you either? I have gotten away from it. And over years, being a practical mom that I am, I like my high-traffic areas to be hard surfaces. Yes. So. Same here. Uh, 20 years ago, Martha Stewart on one of her shows said that she absolutely hates wall-to-wall carpet. And she always puts in um, hardwood flooring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good rule of thumb because mm -hmm. hardwood flooring never goes out of style. That's right. That's right. And carpet, you have to replace. I mean, I had mine when I did it in my bedroom for two years. Wool carpet is the best. Oh, yeah. That's um, what that runner was that I posted this really? morning. So it's a runner, a wool runner with a, um, a three-inch wide banding along the edge. Which I love we actually that. brought it in three inches off of the wall. So you have the exposed wood. I mean, the color you went from a warm, you know, wood into this golden band to the center that's a wool sisal. So, um, but I'll tell you, that was quite the mathematical job to do. I've taken um, carpets actually from retail stores and had them cut down, rebanded, yep. and placed on the stairwells. Yep. I tell a lot of my clients, if you find a rug you like and it doesn't have like a big pattern, we can cut it down to fit an yes. area or I love um, doing that. Yeah, someone bought a, a rug the other day and they were like, well, it doesn't come in a smaller size. I said, well, then buy the bigger rug and I'll have cut it cut it. down for yeah, you. Yeah, and rebind. Is it binding? Binding? Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's there's different ways to do that. You can either like um, do like a um, surge stitch yes. along surge the stitching. edge or do that binding. And Leather binding I've seen done before. Yeah. I learned something the other day. Um, what I wanted to share with everybody, I have a client who put a rug over a carpet. And sometimes you have clients that want to do that. Rug and, on rug. Yeah. I don't know. I've done it before. It's not bad. Yeah. It's but, just not ideal. Well, let me tell you what's not so great is it creeps. Yes. You know, like the, the you carpet have to use fibers. A special, you have to use a special rug pad for that. Yeah. And if you use a thicker rug pad, then yeah. you don't get that... Um, Wow, what am yeah, I trying to say? Great. Waffling, yeah, uh, yeah. waving. But I did learn a secret. What's so a this secret? is a new, new. This is. <laughs> is it new. from the secret or a real no, secret? No, <laughs> this is a really new secret. Do you want to share it? Think about it before know. you say it. <laughs> I may. Mm, yeah, I'll share. Okay. So what you do is you take that plastic that you put down, like builders put down, on, you know, yeah, yeah, th yeah. that you're going to put down to protect your carpet. So. You take the rug and you put it down on the spot that you want to put it down on. You outline the edges of the rug with blue painter's tape. Yeah. You pull up the rug. You put down this plastic 
on that area, mm -hmm. which eliminates the the um, fibers kind of moving something. From the rug underneath. Yes. So then what you do is you cut that in like four inches all the way around. Then you take double stick tape and you put it on the back of the rug. Tape. Yeah. Rug tape. Well, and I I went to Home Depot. Oh, you Depot. could use you could use double sided double tape, but there is rug tape. rug tape from Home Depot in the rug department. Yeah. And you put that on top of the plastic. And it keeps it along the edges. Then you roll your rug on top of that. Oh, that's genius. It did not move. I have a customer that we had a major problem and it worked. Yeah. And a, so I was so excited I could share that. Too. Also, if you use the thicker, they're about half inch thick rug pads. They're called an all-in-one rug pad. You can yes. use them on hardwood flooring, on top of carpet. That helps prevent it. Mm -hmm. Your way is a little. Yep. Um, it's a, it's a good way too. Yeah. I don't think what about any bad what way. about those runners that you put in a in a wood hallway? One of us I, is ringing. I don't know. Not me. <laughs> I don't. Who has the nerve you to would, call me? <laughs> you would know. I guess. I know. Loud. Anyway. So anyway, um, there's another trick that I found out. Um, when you have a runner in a hallway with wood floor, you can roll it up and put little globs of hot glue on the bottom of that rug. And then you roll it back and it kind of keeps it gripping. You let that hot glue, you actually on your floor? glue isn't it gonna, to your floor. No. Isn't it going to even, it if you doesn't. do it to a floor, yeah. isn't it going to leave... Hot nope. glue, more it's hot glue. Spot. There's something no, called there's a product called glue dots you can get at Office Max. Yeah. Um, and they're basically hot glue spots. Right. I don't know. Um, but he told we me we have them here in the office. That's an interesting. Glue. That's a good trick. I know because I have a dog Elsa, um, and she tears around my house. Did you name and, her after the movie Frozen? Of course. <laughs> she is a German shepherd. I had to watch She's that. She's a German princess, <laughs> and a German, German princess. princess' name is Elsa. Yeah. I had to watch that movie like a. Probably about five or six times to get into it. That's it? It took me a while to get into it. <laughs> you have kids. I'm going to get a dog next year. I'm going to name her Anna. Elsa and so Anna? Yes. So I have the sisters. Um, if you hear background noise, it sounds like tools. It's because we're in our studio right now, which is, it's a former mechanic's garage. And we have a mechanic next door. This is industrial. We're very industrial over here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because our fun. real studio is being recarpeted, allegedly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out while we're talking about carpet. Um, but I found some amazing carpet. I'm, you, as you know, you were with me the night I got the carpet. We're yes. doing a black on black uh, zebra print, yeah. kind of Wasn't texture. That a Millican? A Millican I don't know carpet? the name. I think it was. We're, gonna, we're featuring them. We're going to be working with them a lot uh, oh, yeah. coming up here. Yeah, I have a lot of good things to say about Millican. I like the fact that you can colorize the colors Custom. that you want to and customize your carpet, which, you know, I think that's what our whole industry is going to. But Everything's custom. Everything's personalized. Yeah. And I love yeah. that. I love the way it's going. It's, yeah. It's difficult to get there. Right. And it's really hard to set the expectations for the clients. Um, right. That if we're going custom, this is not something that's going to be done in one month. Right. If you're doing an entire home and we're doing carpeting and flooring, somebody has to make the carpet. Somebody has to install the carpet. Somebody right. has to receive the carpet. Somebody has to deliver the carpet. That's right. Um, and expanding on that, somebody mm -hmm. has to install the bathroom uh, cabinets. Somebody right. has to, another vendor has to install the bathroom countertops. Another person mm -hmm. has to install plumbing. Mm -hmm. So um, a six-month timeline is always reasonable when you're yeah. renovating or doing new construction. Mm -hmm. Anything less than that scares me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
well, setting their expectations for a little longer uh -huh. than you really think it is is a good, good, good idea. Yeah, and even if you're a client, a possible client listening to this just because you're into design, um, always expect, like, if you're, what is it, today is, we're, we record early, like I said, but if you wanted a room done by Thanksgiving, that is off the table right now. Right now, um, most of the people I know... Um, are already scheduling for first of next year. Yeah, we're in it. Oh, I'm in April. What are, are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm scheduling for April. Yeah. Um, I'm headed for, I'm, I'm right now, I could do things for January right yeah. now, so. Um, yeah, anything's possible. Right. But. Right. I mean, there's these expectations we need to set. Oh, yeah. And yeah. unreasonable, having an unreasonable budget or unreasonable expectations, which is mm -hmm. something we typically discuss in our first client meetings. Right. Right, right. when we start off. Mm-hmm. Is setting expectations, setting the budget. What's the budget? Mm -hmm. What's the worst thing a client can say to you when you're in a meeting and you ask them, what's the budget? <laughs> I don't have one. I don't have one. <laughs> and why is that bad? <laughs> because you as a designer, you, you could be selling them the Lamborghini <laughs> or you could be selling them the Ford Escape. So, which... And if you're me, it's more of a Bugatti. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and on the lower end, I mean, I can go anywhere, but the budget dictates where we can shop. Right. And as designers, we're good. We're very good at spending money, oh, but yeah. we're very good on where we spend that money right. and how to direct dollars for budgeting, which we'll cover in a different podcast another time. Mm -hmm. But it's always good to have a budget. Oh, and when yeah. you don't, you tell your designer you don't have a budget. Right. I mean. And, and I even talk kind to of, people if they say, well, I don't have a budget. Well... Let's go around the room. So this is a really good way to come up with a budget if you don't have one or as a designer to get a budget. So if you go around the room and say, how much would you spend on it? Like if we're looking at a living room, how much is how much would you spend on a sofa? And, and just make a tally sheet, yeah. um, $2,000. How much? Okay, I think you need two end tables. How much would you spend on an end table? Two to three hundred or fifteen hundred? Yeah, and I mean I have end tables that can go way up. Right? Yeah, you add the lamps. You're adding yeah. all the layers. So you just go layer. through, and you and then at the end of that, you go, okay, so I'm figuring that you have about twenty thousand dollars for this room to spend. Is that does that yeah. sound right? Twenty thousand's well, on the high end. If you're yeah. going into a big box store and you don't have that kind of budget, right? Um, typically, you could plan on spending anywhere from, I would say. Eight thousand to twelve thousand dollars on a good sized living room, yeah, just absolutely. for furnishings, yes, and such. And, and it's good because you know if you're buying through a company like um, Haverty's or Ugh. other Bassett or um, Front Room Value Furnishings, City. Value City, they have their own you know financing programs they that do. people. And I do have to ask that question too: Are you going to be financing? You yeah. know, because if you are... It's good to use other people's money yeah. and get 0% APR. That's right. And you're That's taking right. advantage of yeah. getting what you want done. Yeah. And as long as you're making a monthly payment, you could stretch it out three to what? Right. Five years, sometimes right. seven. That's what makes us as independent designers so good. Yes, we know what we we're can, doing and we know how to direct yeah. you to the best price. Yeah, and um, we can shop anywhere in the world. We're not locked into any certain company. Yes, and that's a good thing. And we know where those big box stores get their... Um, merchandise from so a lot of times we can secure uh, better pricing right. or it, it just all depends sometimes we do take our clients there sometimes we um, order direct sometimes we use some local stores yeah. let's just... talk about special order too because 
you know, sometimes you, you know, as a designer, I come across a, um, something that I think is super unique. Like I had a bar cabinet that I, I just, this client could do anything else kind of, you know, normal, you know, but I felt I like. I hate the N word. <sighs> the N word being yes. normal. Yes. <laughs> but I really felt like she needed this one piece and it was a special order. I mean, there's no financing or whatever, but you know, I, I sold it to her and she was so thrilled. But yeah. I think as designers, it's, Sometimes I've gone above and beyond if I truly believe a client needs something and they think yeah. it's too expensive. Yeah. I will get it for a special price. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And we go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's what makes, you know, working with an interior designer, what makes it unique. Uh, that unique experience that we see so much and we can. Creativity and uniqueness. Yeah. That's what we're selling yeah. every day. Yeah. And we see it all the time. I tell people all the time. I can shop in half the time you can because I do this on an everyday basis. Oh, my God. I have you everything know? memorized. Yeah, every day. I've had clients that are scared to go in tile stores, and they're like, oh, my God, how do you do this? They're After 20 minutes, they're out of there. I'm like, I spend hours, if not half a day, in the tile shop. Wow. Right, right. But, well, yeah, that's another product. topic. So, you know, about flooring, I wanted to you know, kind of go back to that a second. Yes. Um, the new, the big topic right now is LVT. I know LVT. what you're going to say. LVT and LVP. Yeah, so let's um, talk about that a minute. There's let's a lot. do that, but let's take a break real quick. Okay. And we'll be right back. Again, this is Danny Russo and Melinda Peters-Elliott with the Design Exchange Podcast. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, we're back with the Design Exchange Podcast. It's Danny and Melinda. And we took a quick break. Should we tell everybody what we did on our break? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tried on new sunglasses that I ordered. Checked our phones. Yeah, checked our phones. I just had a, a tile installer tell me his, uh, my client called him and said what a wonderful job he did. And that, I love those that calls. is, you know, that's great to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I love getting those messages. Mm -hmm. Better than the ones where. Somebody put their leg through the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and we, we, I found that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I have so many stories. I know. Don't we both? I know. Yeah. Save mine for my book. Yeah. Which is work I'm working on. It should be out later this year. Oh, but, very good. Yeah. Happy Friday, guys. Um, we post these on Fridays. Uh, we're tweaking our format and our, we're tweaking our format. We're tweaking our uh, programming. And we'll see what happens. So we were talking about flooring. And we're going to go right back into that topic. Um, and we were finishing off on LVT. What does LVT stand for? Luxury vinyl tile. And what does LVP stand for? Luxury vinyl plank. I know. So LVT <laughs> and LVP. Um, most people don't realize um, what those are. Um, luxury vinyl tile is the new word for linoleum. Right. And, Just cut in pieces. Yeah. And we're actually, my warehouse, we, we, we are sitting, we're looking at LV TP. <laughs> um, but I put it in myself with my friend, and we used New Lock. It has mm -hmm. a cork backing, so we didn't have to put anything down. There's concrete floors under this. It was mm -hmm. easy to cut. Um, we had fun doing it. It yeah. snapped together. I didn't yep. need many tools. I didn't need any glue. Yeah. Some LVT and LVP requires glue. Some of them you can do both. Um, I just had some installed at a, at a lady's house this past week. Um, she did her living room. She had an animal that 
was a cat, an old cat, and I hear this a lot, that old cat, old dog, leave a lot of messes on the carpet, in the floor, and they don't want something that, you know, the, the animal can ruin. They can't get rid of the animal. I know. So well, We love our animals. Yeah, we do. So what do you do? So you, you put a diaper on the animal, <laughs> which I do. No, I, I highly recommend <laughs> my floors in my personal residence are um, God, engineered. engineered wood. Engineered. But I had them, when I bought them, they were already distressed. Uh-huh. I got Orso seven years later, mm-hmm. and he scratched the floors up completely. But they're but already pee distressed, right. and you really can't tell. Right, exactly. So, and LVT, technically, yes, it's plastic. I'm mm-hmm. actually reading mm-hmm. um, from our Facebook page right now. Um, uh, Nicole Baxter says, LVT leaves me scratching my head. And um, I think it, it depends on the client, depends on the home. I mean, if you're working in a million-dollar home, LVP is not no. what you would put in the entry. No, no. Something we would use no. in the basement. Yes. Or the garage. In the garage. That's why. Because I why, don't forget about designing your garage. Right. Or you have, you know, something that has a, a weight issue. Like um, you can't put too much weight on the floor. Right. So this is like an elevator. You know, I've done a lot of commercial elevators. I do porcelain tile in, in commercial yeah. elevators too, but yeah. LVT, LVP is so lightweight. Right. Um, I read an article that... Um, LVT and LVP is the new trend in flooring, right. and it's going to be the trend from now until about 2022. It's forecasted to explode. Yeah. Um, I believe it. I'm putting it in a lot of different... Yeah, and it's so good. You can't really tell. No, and um, you can't ruin it. I keep I, saying um too much. <laughs> everybody loves it. Once yeah. it's down, and you cannot tell that it is a vinyl. And, you know, honestly... You know, my husband will not let me put any kind of flooring in our basement because we've had a lot of flooding. Yeah. And I said, this is the answer because there's nothing we can, it can't get ruined. My mother used something in her basement and it wasn't LVT or LVP, but it was like a polyurethane wood. I don't know. She got a Home Depot. She never asked me questions. Of course. When she, I'm like, hello, (laughs) you know, I I do this every day, right? (laughs) And she just does her own thing. I'm like, okay. But anyway, so LVT, there's so many different levels, and you can get it yeah. as cheap as probably 99 cents a square foot. Right. All right. the way up to probably $12 a square yeah. foot, depending on the backing mm-hmm. and the quality. But it's there's really actually, hard to scratch. You no, know, different wear layers, too. There's like a 12 mil, which is like a residential, yeah. and then 20 mil, a, a thicker, more commercial. They say that in, you know, commercial types of places to use a 20 mil. And um, I, I'm working on an event center, and we were talking about that today. Yeah, um, it's always covered with a um, polyurethane coat. And what does polyurethane coat mean? That means that means it's, um, it's like, um, what am I trying to say? What's a window? Fiberglass? A fiberglass window? No, acrylic window? I don't know what you're talking about. A plexiglass window. It's plexiglass. like So polyurethane is like plexiglass okay. so typically like engineered wood flooring it's um coated with a layer of polyurethane yeah. right and people are like oh how do i clean it how do i clean it do you know what the best thing to clean that kind of wood floor is what would you clean a window with vinegar windex yeah well, windex. Vinegar. of us it's That's vinegar <laughs> it's vinegar mixed with seltzer water, water. <laughs> <laughs> My husband says, I hate that smell of vinegar. I mind it too. Oh my gosh. I love, I'm obsessed with vinegar. I love balsamic vinegar. Me too. Yeah. And we could talk about restaurants or vinegar a whole other. <laughs> oh 
whole other podcast. <laughs> but don't be afraid to use LVT in your spaces. Right. Um, Upstairs, as a designer. Hallways, yeah, hallways. Playrooms for kids. Bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, it I even... clicks together. There's some that have like a cork backing That's on what them. we have down here. It's yeah, a, Cortec. It's called New Lock. Yeah, you have New Lock. There's another company called Cortec. Um, there's a lot. Yeah, so it's moisture resistant. It's you can wonderful. literally dump anything on it. It doesn't sound hollow. No. That's what I hate about laminate floor. It has that hollow clicking kind of, I'm not real. Yeah, not feel. real. <laughs> um, I see it a lot in hospitals. They've been using it. But they'll mm-hmm. use full on linoleum that's printed to look like wood. Right. But what we're talking about, we actually, you actually have grooves. So yes. there's almost like a grout line. Um, yeah. And... I I don't want to say where I get it because we want them to sponsor our podcast soon. <laughs> but we have great resources yeah, um, that yeah. we recommend to get that type of flooring from. And, and I actually used, um, it was a luxury vinyl tile. It's like a 12. I don't like, like those. The 12 so I'm not sold on those yet. Well, I had, a, let me tell you what I used it in. Um, have an older customer that actually has wants to get out of bed and go to her bathroom without her feet getting cold because that is a really warm option. There's also, we've, I have had to do it in a kitchen um, where there isn't a lot of space between the refrigerator and the cabinet above or the dishwasher. So it's a very small layer that you can update and, and add this luxury vinyl tile. The tile that you can get, you can make it actually have grout marks. Yeah. Grout lines. Totally. It's like a rubberized grout. So they were thrilled. They told all their friends. I sold another job off of that. And it was all because it was like a warm. And that's with all of this product, LVT, LVP, it's all very warm to the foot. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I love using it. And if you want to keep your feet extra warm, you can always lay down a radiant heat mat. Oh, yeah. That's and right. And wear crocodile slippers, <laughs> like Danny. Mine are kangaroo fur, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <And laughs> I hate to admit it, but at home, sometimes I'll just wear Ugg slippers. <laughs> They're so comfortable. I don't like to wear slippers. I don't um, like my feet get hot. Well, hello. Just wear socks. <laughs> just miss the practical here. <laughs> yeah. And we're hot right now because oh, yes. we're... <laughs> oh. It's summer. It's Friday. Um, yeah. We are... What day is it? It's September yeah, I'm going 7th. Camping. I'm going to go camping. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's going to be real hot. Hopefully I, you're going in a bus? On a tour bus? No, 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 no. Is there air conditioning in it's this camp place? It's a wheel. It's like the Hampton Inn on wheels. I mean, it really is fancy. Mm, but well, I'll think of you. <laughs> and you can think of me. I'll be in air conditioning. No, no internet, no cell phone where we go. I'm actually going to a fair this weekend oh, with my nephews. How exciting. Gonna I just hope they don't. Wheel. No. I don't want to go. I don't trust. I don't trust rides. <laughs> um, my nephew actually almost fell off of a pony when we took him the first time. Oh no! But I don't know. I just hope I make it through it. And if they make me go on rides, I'm just gonna. I don't know. Pew. Cry. <laughs> um, the older I get, I can't ride rides. No. Yeah. I'm I have no interest. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll go look at the animals. Um, yeah, that's fun. I eat food. 
I'm just going. Well, to I'm going to Youngstown. So oh. the fair, it's like oh, a fancy. fair. An but actually, it's an Italian festival. fest disguised as a fair. <laughs> so every other booth is like sausage sandwiches, Meatball. cavatelli, meatballs, repeat. <laughs> cavatelli, meatballs, sausage sandwiches, french fries, repeat. <laughs> that so, sounds really good. Yeah. Right? Italian food's my favorite. I have to <sighs> not eat very much of it because I will balloon out like a big, huge blimp. So. <laughs> well, we're all trying to lose weight, always. Yeah. Um, Men are I'm, lucky. Don't gain weight like us women. I know. Lucky, lucky. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we are the designing chain, so I think we just wrapped up flooring. We were, what else were we going to talk about? We have about four minutes left in this episode. Well, um, we can talk about other types of flooring. So oh, yeah. We can talk well, about... Well, hardwood. There's always yeah. hardwood. There's always hardwood. <laughs> and, and that's the best... That's yeah. the best option always. Yeah, um, but we just... I mean, we could go on and on about hardwoods, obviously. What's your favorite um, stain on hardwood? What do you think Honey. my favorite stain is? Black. No. <laughs> <laughs> he likes black everything, right, no, guys? it's espresso. espresso. I like a deep... I like a non-red hardwood. Yes. Um, and I like it... I do not like the gray that is really popular right now, oh, the washed out. Yeah. I feel like that's so popular and trendy. I don't see it lasting the test of time. Well, I was walking through the flooring store. What about the dry, like the dry brush? I was in a client's house today, this morning, and I'm actually shooting, going over there next. Um, and he has that. And I don't mind it. It's very farmhouse-y, and the yeah. farmhouse thing is trendy. Right. Um, it's uh, not really up my alley, because mm -hmm. I focus on timelessness. Mm -hmm. Um However, if you do do that light wood, you always, if it's a hard wood, you always have the option of sanding it down and restaining it later. And you right. can stain it dark, right. light, right. Um, cherry. You have so many options. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's so, right. Well, and stains are a whole nother, it's like, hey, we have so many, yeah. we have so many options. Yeah. And what about the width of the wood? I mean, we I used to love... have these two inch woods and now we're at, you know, five, six, seven. Nine. I mix, nine. I always mix my planks. Oh, do you? Yeah. Nine inch, six inch, three inch, repeat. Nine inch, <laughs> six inch, three inch, repeat. And I do that with tile that was really trendy about mm -hmm. 10 years ago mm -hmm. with the porcelain. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. it, it gives it a natural look. Well, it gives it a more authentic look. Yeah. I think a lot of times people get stuck in this thing that they have to have wide planks. Well, but what happens is with the wide planks is that it does cup. So installers are just, you know, telling everybody do not use all wide planks. And Good. it's better if I'm... they do like four or five inch wide planks. But to mix them, that's the best. Yeah, exactly. That's the best case Doesn't it drive you nuts when the contractor tries to play designer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> We love our contractors, and oh. if you're listening to your contractor, we do love you. I have a contractor story that just takes the cake. Save it, save it. We, um, yeah. Um, I think we covered everything we could possibly can with LVT, LVP. What were we talking about? We talked about well, rugs. We talked about engineered floor. I don't like that at engineered? all. What's your feeling? So engineered floor is something you have to use if you're building a new building, and it's a commercial building. Mm -hmm and it's a commercial concrete floor. Mm -hmm. Concrete takes about 10 years to dry. So, really? Yes, it's called cured, it's cured. Mm -hmm. So okay. there's always moisture coming out of concrete. It doesn't fully dry for seven to 10 years. Mm -hmm. So that's why any new condo projects, typically they're, they have to put a mat down, they have to do all this stuff. But um, 
they will always recommend engineered wood in that situation. Engineered wood, you really can't refinish. Right. I've had people try to refinish it. Mm -hmm. You can maybe do it one time. Yeah, and the one time I did see somebody redo it, it did not look as good. Because no. what you're doing is you're sanding off that first thin layer, which is a veneer. Yeah. You're sanding off the polyurethane, and then you're sanding down into the veneer, and you lose the quality of it. Oh, yeah. So it's great to select a uh, timeless piece that's... Um, not a timeless piece, a timeless floor, that's not going to go out of style. Right. And mm -hmm. when you're, that's what I recommend when we're in the engineered mm -hmm. world. Yeah, a lot of the engineered floors um, that I see right now, I mean, that, that seems to be the number one seller for residential homes, especially people who are building, you know, yeah. the new homes. It's affordable, but yeah. it's not, hardwood might be a little bit more expensive, mm -hmm. but it's going to last you longer, and you're going to be able to refinish it. Do you like the pre-finished wood? Hardwood or the I could go either way. Finish. I could go either way. Yeah. Um, I, when I built my house, I had the raw cherry floor put down, and then you know they sanded it down on site. And let me guess the year you built that house because you just said cherry. So <laughs> select cherry. And when we're talking like about timelessness, and you tell me you have cherry wood, I can say so. Your house was built between 1989 and 1996. Seven, am I close? Close. Yes. So, yes. Uh, we can tell um, what year was your house built. Right. What year was your house built? Oh, 1996. See, I was right on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing. We work with cherry all the time, yeah. and it's all about mixing materials. If you're a designer that's committed and you can't work with other materials, mm -hmm. probably in the wrong field. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Good on that. Yeah. All right, well, this is Danny Russo. You can follow me on Instagram at Danny Russo, Twitter, Danny Russo, Facebook, Danny Russo, and <laughs> Melinda Peters Elliott at Fine Designs Int, INT, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Are you and on Twitter? I'm, I'm on Twitter as Melinda Elliott. I never go on Twitter. I do Instagram as my thing, and it's hooked up to my Twitter. And I'm on Facebook. I'm very, my Fine Designs and Interiors on Facebook. Yeah. I have a very robust Facebook. Um, you do. Posts. All right. And anyway, happy Friday. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you soon. If you have any questions, uh, request to follow the Design Exchange on Facebook. It's a private group. And we add um, our designer friends. You'll be able to listen to this episode probably on um, iTunes. And I've been putting them on Facebook. So yeah. we're trying to figure this out. We got recording up and running, and we are hot right now. Because yeah. our <laughs> yeah, tell everybody. Yep. All right, talk to you soon. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.